0: Welcome to City Hill We're about lighting up our world So that people far from God Can find life in Christ It's hidden behind a table That wasn't smart of me um, We are so glad you're here Literally We are so glad you're here We have cards here Saying we're so glad you're here If you're here for the first time If you'd like to fill out One of those cards Connect card would will only email you once Maybe twice a month at tops But in the first In the first couple of weeks You'll get like five emails Which let you know About who we are Our identity Our DNA What makes us City Hill What we're about All that kind of jazz And we've got a free gift for you So it'd be really cool if you could do that because the free gift is is just life-changing. No, but it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, not gonna lie. So that is what we're about. If you want to chill out, relax at City Hill, we take the awkward out of the offering. That was the right note this time. Yes, we take the awkward out of the offering. We don't pass an offering around. All of our giving is done online in secret. We have a new amazing um, giving solution. So if you want to give on cityhill.london, the website, you scroll down, hit that one click, giving in like 60 seconds, you can set up uh, reoccurring giving and single giving. It's absolutely banging. So today we're going to be finishing off our series on heroes and today's hero we are looking at is Black Panther. Hey, which A.K.A. Christian? Is Christian Dunno. Christian is Black Panther. Conveniently, he's here this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Christian, Christian walked up, rocked up from Wakanda. You know, the, there's a new economy airline from Wakanda, and, and and so Black Panther actually made it here to be with us, re, repping the ends on Sunday. All in black, mind you. Yeah, all in black as well. Wakanda, Dunno. Boop, 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 boop. We I was so not ready for this so I haven't got the mask in my bag <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah I loved Black Panther in Civil War I thought he was one of the best heroes I've ever seen I think he actually might be my favourite hero Thor has always been my favourite But Black Panther really has pushed it And I think when the film comes out I don't know man, it looks so amazing the trailer is hard but the ultimate thing about Black Panther is who knew that Nelson Mandela was a ninja <laughs> I have come to you day and day my people yeah, In the way he talks you're like that's Nelson Mandela <laughs> I did not know like like in the cartoons he wasn't Nelson Mandela but it's like they've gone for like who is an absolutely legendary African Nelson Mandela how can you get better than Nelson Mandela so they've made the Black Panther Nelson Mandela that voice it was just like Either that or the Black Panther was like, I've got this role. It's going to make me a lot of money. What can make me more money? I know I could feature a new Nelson Mandela film after this because I have the voice nailed. That's the only thing I can think of. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was really, really cool. That and um, obviously the whole um, Lagos thing. That was weird. How can you bring Nelson Mandela into a film and then have Lagos as your as your Lego? I mean, that was just... I didn't understand it, like was there no one involved in that movie? He goes, You do know that is not how you say this. Like, was there no one who went like, you know what, I really feel we need a retake. Because like even a voiceover, it was a voiceover, like they could have just voiced them They could have dubbed it yeah. for everywhere else in the world. They could have dubbed it, you know what I mean? It was just like I've been watching the film, I'm going, This is amazing, this is amazing. Hello What the hell was that Where is this place Where is this place you speak of It's like LA goes somewhere You know what I mean It was like What the hell Yeah anyway Sorry I I digress I digress I digress from what actually matters this morning So Black Panther is an amazing superhero Um, He's extremely rich He's an absolute baller They are from a, a people called Wakanda And Wakanda is one of the most technologically advanced countries, probably the most technologically advanced country in the world, which is so, so, so cool. Um, They have the strongest metal known to man. But he's also a man of character, a man of integrity. Though he moves through the nations of the world, the people of Wakanda tend not to, which I thought was pretty pretty weird. That's one of the weird things about the whole thing. The people of Wakanda pretty much... Stick to themselves Isn't that right Christian? You should know So <laughs> can hear the All throughout the service Ooh, <laughs> Yeah I know, I know I know Yeah So But what I found most unique About Black Panther That I really loved Is I can't think Of a hero More than him More than he That actually fights Not just for the people But for the culture There's no hero I can think of In any Superhero universe That actually fights To protect a culture Like Black Panther does um, which is so 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 unique and pretty much exclusive to him, so I thought like i can 't say the same of Captain America because he doesn't because he he's Captain America, but he in civil war is telling America where to go so Actually, he doesn't really fight for the American culture as much as, as you would think. Although, under Donald Trump, they do want the United Nations to get lost. So, you could say that, actually, that's the kind of current storyline. Because I mean, he wants to fold up the whole thing, even though they're the biggest donor and kind of pretty much the author of it. But, hey-ho, you know, that's how it goes. But, yeah, more than any hero I could think of, he fights, protect a culture as much as people. They don't like outside interference. They kind of stick to themselves. And, actually, when we look back... Throughout the the tradition of of the scriptures and where it all comes from, the people of Israel, that's kind of what they did. They fought really hard to protect their culture. They fought really hard to protect their identity and keep themselves unique. I think for a lot of people, if anyone does listen to us online, who does um, send me hate emails or tweets, probably thinks this wouldn't be the kind of message I would speak about. Because we meet in a bar, because of the areas of culture where I'm totally wanting to embrace and be a part of within society they had this idea that i'm not about fighting for anything unique but actually i'm totally for finding things unique and i'm totally fighting for your values and your culture and dying for your culture which is what black Panther is willing to do christianity has a tendency to be used to attack culture and sometimes it creates its own inward focus culture that if you touch it the people of that church will turn on you real fast Um, I don't know if you've ever been in one of those situations. Maybe it's just me. But yeah, you touch on certain parts of the church culture and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, did not know they would be fighting this hard for it. That's just a piece of culture. It's nothing really to do with Jesus. It's not a part of the Bible. Why did you just try and crucify me? So today what we're going to be doing is we're not really looking backwards. We are looking backwards in terms of the text we're looking at. But actually in looking at this text, we're ultimately looking forward this morning. Uh, but before we look forwards we have to have a little recap of some context before we look at the passage so the key context and things you need to bear in mind today when we get to what we're going to be looking at is context slaves in egypt so with moses you have a people in egypt that are in slavery crying out to god an entire ethnicity in slavery entire there's no one outside of this remit of slavery an entire group of people they're crying out to God. God delivers them, uses Moses. They experience freedom. At Mount Sinai, God gives them the law of God, which is ultimately their DNA. It's who they're supposed to be, what they're supposed to be like, the unique flavor, the salt that they're going to bring to the earth to preserve the earth um, and the light. And that's what it's all about. And then there comes a point where Moses dies. Moses dies. It says The Bible says something really weird and interesting. I was reading someone talk about this the other day about when Moses dies, one of the f- key things the Bible tells you is that he still had, like, vigor, was still virile, still strong. But actually, the way the Hebrew word is, is it means he could still bow-chicka-bow-wow, <laughs> bow So it's like letting you know that even before he died, he was still about that life. He was still like, come on, let's get down tonight, baby. Um, I want to get freaky with you. A bit of, you know, I want to That was kind of like what the Hebrew, it says for Moses was strong and vigorous. And the reason it does that is because actually what it's saying at this key junction in the chapter where it's about to transition to is it's linking back to the story of Abraham and that Abraham in his old age was able to have children. And what it's saying when it says that Moses was still like that and still able to, even right into the end of his life, is it saying the story of Abraham is still continuing? That this whole new land, this whole thing, is still connected. It's still flowing. It's still going along. Otherwise, it's a really weird thing that you just want to just throw in at the end of, at the end, like just the last the final chapter. Like, yeah. By the way, Moses could still, you know. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. So, didn't think we'd be talking about that on a Sunday. But yeah, that's what happens And that's an important thing to, to know So what we're going to be looking at today Is we're going to be looking at Joshua chapter 1 Joshua chapter 1 I got so gassed reading this I'm not going to read the whole chapter But I'm going to read a large chunk of it Only because actually what's written here Is so freaking good We need to just read it as it is After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord The Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun Moses, assistant Moses, my servant, is dead If you didn't know I'm pretty sure he did now therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all his people, into the land I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I will give to you, just as I promised to Moses from the wilderness. And this um, Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites to the great sea towards the going down the sand of your territory. No man should be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give to them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according all to the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn away from it from the right to the right or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now, when I read that, when I read that this week, I was in Costa, at the bottom of Sutton High Street. I got so unbelievably gassed. I mean, gassed. I was, I was, I was gone. I was like voice nighting my boy in Texas, Zach. I was going, Zach, have you read Joshua 1 recently? Oh, my days. This is absolutely beast mode Christianity. And he's going, have I read it? It's written on my mirror. Like, geez. every single day I dig that thing. I get in it. I soak in it. And I'm just like listening. I'm like, no way. And he's like, yes way. Wow. It hit me. It hit him. He's like my best friend. He's like one of my closest friends. And um, so when he was saying that, I was like, that's really, really crazy. That's really, really cool. But actually there was a few things in there that started to hit me and specifically we're talking to him because Zach is in a really cool place right now. So if you don't know, we've got a twin church in San Antonio, Texas, Revolution Church, with partners. Um, and Zach is like one of the best things ever happened to me he's one of the best things that ever happened to this church we're going to be looking to get him over here with his wife probably next year now which will be so, so, so awesome but one thing that hit me about this passage in him is you guys don't know their whole story and their whole backdrop so Zach started this church it's like about a thousand people go there now a week on average and he started it from nothing he's built it up doing amazing things they've hit this wall where there's still space in their building but he knows that won't last for very long. So his thing is all about like, we need somewhere, we need to go somewhere new. He's tried everywhere trying to find all these different things. I've been with him, voice notes, we chat every day, voice note and stuff and hearing his journey and hitting him hit brick wall after brick wall after brick wall of no breakthrough and just like man and it's just tough and he's still going and he's still going and he's soaking in this passage. And then just a couple of weeks ago, there's Zach sending me pictures and he's walking on this land he's walking on this land and there's these beautiful trees and this beautiful grass and then he's posting these pictures and he's sending them to me and then he's announcing it in his church and they've bought this land for their new building they're going to be doing and they're going to be building and what hit me about it was I've seen not like just the good news and the result and the outcome I've been there with him listening to all the setbacks all the ad- All the adversity that he's come against, everything that's pushed against him and been so difficult and so tough and so exhausting and so tiring and so knackering and a point where you kind of want to just give up and you want to tap out. And now I see him taking pictures, walking on this ground, which it's not all done, it's not all over. But I started to see their story. I started to see the children of Israel's story in this passage in Joshua chapter 1. And then I started to see our story as a church, as City Hill. But not only us as a collective, but also as individuals, how this applies to us. So I want to look at just a couple key lines that I found in that chapter that just jumped out at me, that I think are so unbelievably powerful. That in Joshua chapter 1, one of the things God says to him is, Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I will give to you every place, the sole of your foot, man, you tread on, I will give to you, I thought about that and the different attitudes someone would have when they hear those words, some people would just start running around everywhere, like (laughs) woohoo, like running sideways up walls and everything going, it's mine, you know what I mean, just like some greedy, "Mm, uh, me, like and they're just doing something like that, or they'd be overwhelmed by the awe of God and they'd be like, I need to be so careful where I tread, (laughs) you know what I mean, like, Do I really want that? (laughs) I don't know. Like Maybe I won't go there. You know, that kind of thing. Everywhere place you tread with the sole of your foot, I've given it to you. But then it says something else. No man shall be able to stand against you all the days of your life. You imagine having a moment where you believe God is saying that. I'm giving you this territory. I'm giving you this land. I'm giving you this dream that we're going to be inheriting together. And I just want you to know, no man will be able to stand against you the whole of your life. Wow, what a powerful word. And then he says that beautiful word which gets... that we often use in Christianity and also gets repeated in the New Testament. I will not leave you nor forsake you. God saying, I will not leave you nor forsake you. And he says, be strong and courageous as you shall cause this people to inherit the land. You shall cause this people to inherit the land. And I started thinking about the steps... I started thinking about you. I started thinking about me. And I started to think about in the, in the New Testament how it talks about the beautiful feet that, that share the gospel. I started to think about this particular story and you see the thing about it is later on in the passage it keeps saying wherever you go. I'll give you the land and I'll do this and I'll be with you and I'll bless you wherever you go. And I'm thinking... But what do you mean wherever you go, God? This is the promised land. This is, this is Israel. It has its boundary. It has its border. It's taken. It's taken. But God doesn't say that. Wherever you go. Wherever you go. And then I started think, not just looking at the book directly in front of us, but looking at the wider, the bigger, the larger picture. And I started to realize that actually, God hasn't called us to stop stepping and taking ground. And I don't mean countries. I mean people. I mean people. That actually... Your feet and my feet. He's calling us to be bold and courageous people that take God to people. And then he says here, no man should be able to stand against you. Don't worry about what some pagan guy, some view he has about you or some understanding that he's going to come up against you. He ain't standing against you. I don't care if he's some pagan guy on road or if he's some big businessman that thinks he knows what he's talking about. A couple years back, I was chatting with a Christian businessman. He had this cool story where There was this company he wanted to buy, he believed God had told him to buy it and giving him an amount to say to the guy, I'm gonna buy it for this amount. It was a ridiculously low amount. It was still like hundreds of thousands, but it was ridiculously low for the company he was trying to buy it. And he said, God's told me I'm gonna get it for this price. And so he goes to these guys and says, to the business meeting to buy it and says, I'm gonna buy it for this amount and that's the final offer. And they just started laughing. They said, we've got a company in France that are offering us two million. Why the hell are we gonna sell it to you for this? We're never gonna sell it to you for this the company in France went bust. And they came back to him and said, we're we'll happy to take your offer now. And he bought that company. And that company has made millions in turnover. And do you know what he's done? He's been reinvesting it in helping Christians start business and things like that. Because no person stands against you. And it's not because no person stands against you for no reason, but when God has called you to a plan and to a purpose, that's worth fighting for and protecting. There may be something in you that you may not think is even a God dream, but it's been something that's always been a part of you. I know I'm meant to do this. I know this is part of who I am. And that is exactly what God has for you. But sometimes we're too scared to pursue it. We're too scared to step out. We're too scared to take the risk. But actually what he's saying to Joshua at this moment, where they're on the precipice, seeing what Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses had all been pushing towards, and Joshua is standing looking out over the landscape, and in that moment, God is saying everywhere your foot goes, I'm giving it to you. And I believe this morning God is saying to you and he's saying to me, everywhere your foot goes, I will give it to you in the calling, and the plan he has for you. I believe that no man will be able to stand against you all the days of your life if you stick to the plan God has for you to step into. He says, I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous as you shall cause this people to inherit the land. When I think about that bit, that is so huge and I feel like so often as Christians, we cop out and we aren't strong and we aren't courageous and we cause people to not inherit the land more than we cause them to inherit the land because we're so scared of what everyone else thinks. I'm not talking about being a douche. I'm not talking about being a Christian that just says dumb stuff. I'm not talking about walking up to someone in the street and saying, she came in a Honda, the keys to my Sierra. let's have a shandy. I'm not talking about wearing a white suit like Benny Hinn or Benny Hill, whatever, to the pub and start trying to like flipping, doing a healing crusade in Weatherspoons. I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. I'm talking about just sharing your faith real. Like this was me. I was dying. I was messed up in this. I trusted God, he saw me through. It doesn't matter if what he saw you through, you feel someone else won't take that seriously. That is your testimony and it's beautiful and you share it. And we're so scared to share those stories. We're so scared to say it as it is. That is where being bold and courageous matters. And the reason it matters is because you, in sharing that, will enable someone to receive their inheritance. But while we're not bold and courageous, people are not receiving their inheritance. And that's a big deal. And so when I was reading this, I was like thinking about City Hill, about the plans that we have, about what we believe God wants us to do as a church. And sometimes get, I get a bit scared about it. And I think like, oh, crumbs, God, that's never going to happen. There's no way. And he's like slapping me up, man. Nah, bruv. You've got to be bold. You've got to be courageous. And you don't turn from the left or to the right. So then he says in one block passage, be, very, be strong, be very courageous when it comes to my law and my instruction. So when we talk about the law of God, in this passage, he's talking about obviously what Moses had given to them. They were, like I said about context, they were a people who were in slavery. They left slavery after a long period of time. They didn't know their identity. They didn't know who God was. They didn't know right from wrong. They were in a really messed up place. And what happens when you leave prison is you're institutionalized and there's this vacuum and you don't know what to do with yourself. And so they've left Egypt. They have this vacuum. They don't know what to do themselves. And Mount Sinai, God gives them the law. It's like the DNA of their identity as a people. And so he's saying to them, Don't turn from it left or right That you may have good success So that means there's bad success If there's good success That means there's bad success And that means sometimes you could be so crazy successful in something But you've turned left or you've turned right You've turned away from what God has for you And you may have taken a shortcut to get to something But it's not good success Because you've chased after something that you just want Instead of following in the steps that He has for you And it may seem like, that. well, yeah, well, I've ended up with more money than maybe if I went that way. Yeah, but how many people lost their inheritance because you went that way? Do you see what I'm saying this morning? Do not turn left or right that you may have good success slash wisdom wherever you go. Do not let my words and instruction and law. So I say when I put law, I'm talking about instruction and words because that was a specific time and for a specific people I still believe God's law is for us. Today, is still for us today and has a lot that it has to say to us but I also believe that God has a word for your life as an individual as he does for a larger church so when it comes to church we have some really weird things so we've had people come to sit here that don't last very long because they come here and they go to me you're doing this all wrong you need to do this this way and I, I always tell them to find another church and the reason I always do that isn't because I'm being rude to them isn't because I, it's because I don't want to waste their time It's because what happens is just like with them, they receive that law and that DNA and you see every single human being is completely 100% the same but unique. Everybody here has the same organs as everybody else, but no one here is the same. Agreed? Everyone has the same organs, whole of mankind. We all have the same organs, but not everyone is the same. When it comes to church, we have the same core stuff But not every church is the same, every church is completely unique, it'll be made up of different people. One of my favourite values at City Hill is we believe in giving. And one of the best things on the giving thing is it's not always about money, it says your time is a priceless gift, only you can give. So when you serve God at City Hill, you give a gift so unique, no one else on the entire planet can give it. So when someone signs up and goes, I'd like to serve on a team, I'm like this is incredible, we're getting a one of a kind gift that no one else on this earth can give. And that's how it is with God. He calls us to serve Him because every single one of us is 100% unique. We're all the same, but we're all unique. And that's how it is with church. And what a church has to be is a church has to know their identity, just as you need to know your identity. So what I'm talking about today is knowing who you are and who God has called you to be so you don't turn left, so you don't turn right, so people don't miss out on their inheritance, that you don't claim things that aren't yours, just running around like with your feet claiming everything that's around you, smash and grab. But you claim what God has for you That it leads to other people being blessed through you Because you're blessed to be a blessing It's never bless me club for the sake of getting a load of blessing and feel good about stuff That doesn't bring about any change to the world So when he says Don't let my words and instructions, my law leave your mouth For me City Hill is all about Matthew five fourteen, where it talks about sitting on a hill cannot be hidden and it talks about do not light a lamp put it under a basket you put it on a lampstand so it light gives light to all who are in the room so all I ever stop I never stop thinking about it I can't switch off every now and then when I'm with Eden and my wife Jodie um, I switch off a little bit every now and then I can switch off but all the other time it just that all goes through my head our website how we position the light right that people can see um the new community project we want to do we want to see um, drug dealers turn into entrepreneurs how are we going to do that it position the light that people can see properly if it doesn't meet that criteria it's gone we won't do it I think it's a really great innovative idea of something we could do in church it's totally different but it doesn't position the light ah forget it won't do it but it's a really good thing you should do this everyone's doing this nah it doesn't fit our mandate it's gone no no but we need to go and do this nah no no it doesn't fit our vision sorry it's gone but this is a really good idea I've been in churches where anyone who comes with a good idea the church does it before you know it they've got 50 ministries I kid you not 50 five-zero 0 ministries they did a booklet it was like a book who's going to stand up to a church for the first time and read an entire book and go oh yeah the 49th ministry is the one for me <laughs> if it's not in the first three man they ain't turning no pages after that people do all this stuff and just add things it's not about adding things but that's not just about church that's about you as an individual don't go adding a ton of stuff to your life that isn't for you don't turn left, don't turn right. Take the promises God has for you. We, we take life and we take church sometimes like it's Costco. There's another good value deal, let me put it in the basket. No, leave it behind. Live what you are here to do. Your life is so short. Don't waste your life chasing things that aren't for you. So today is all about being. We've got five B's. I believe this morning, that in your calling that God has for you specifically, He wants you to be strong. He wants you to be courageous. He wants you to be not afraid. He wants you to be not dismayed. Because the Lord your God is with you, wherever you go. And that, my brothers, my sisters, is really good news. But I want to give you a warning, because every time Israel lost it was because they turn left or they turn right Chasing off the Costco values That were not a part of the basket That they were meant to be taken from So at City Hill There are some things that for me I fight to protect Because there are values They're a part of what God told us to, to be And our, our vision, our mission All those kind of things They're things that I'll <laughs> die for And there are things that if anyone was like, no, we're we're not interested in that, I'd be like, fantastic, there's so many churches across London, that'd be great for you. We're not about making up numbers, we're about fulfilling the mission and the call that God has for us. Because at the end of the day, all that matters in your life and my life and collectively is we hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. Everything else, bun that. So, this is what it says, lighting up our world so that people far from God can find life in Christ. At the moment in the UK, for every time one person converts to Christianity, we lose five. That's from the National Survey. That's how bad it is. And yet people right now, like Jesus said, when one goes, you leave the 99 for the one. That's not what's happening right now. People are like, we've lost 99. There's one left. I'm still going to stay. And you're like, oh, mate, too many, too many wetties as pastors. So that is what God has called us to do. That's our mission. That is our mission. That's who we are. So he gave us some values that matter to us. So shining. Glow to grow, shine in life. Every day is Sunday. The reason every day is Sunday is because Sabbath is like a day of rest. We want to be people who are well rested. Don't knacker yourself. There's nothing more unattractive than a person who's absolutely knackered. And when you're absolutely knackered, do you know what happens? In the law of God, there's 10 commandments. The first couple are about God, the next one is the Sabbath, and the rest are actions. Because you know what happens? When you're knackered, you're more likely to kill someone. I know when I've been knackered from being sleep deprived of having a daughter that sticking around on the balcony was appealing <laughs> if I'm rested there's no way in hell my daughter's getting left on a balcony overnight but if I'm knackered I'm like but I'm that you ain't shutting up you're going out You see what I'm saying so most of the sins we will commit in our life are because we're burnt out and we're knackered so we need to stay fresh glow to grow and shine in life these are the base things because we believe if you're inspired by what God is saying to you if you're inspired by the word that God is putting in your heart you will shine everywhere that you go that is the base thing at City Hill and when you start to shine you become a person who takes on our second value which is all about inviting inviting people to City Hill is a big one that's really cool and important but inviting people into your life as Christians like discipleship is inviting someone into your life it's letting them see you for who you are warts and all I'll tell you what's good about that is Christians try not to do that because if someone comes close to you they'll see you're a waste man and then they're like bun this Christianity thing look at that guy that Andy guy's a complete waste man what a jerk yeah I am But our discipleship is being honest about that And going hey I am a jerk in that area Whatever you do do not follow me in that way I have not got that sorted right now Here's what I do have sorted Try and copy this So invite people into your life Live life with them When people are hurting be there for them Invite to the partay The partay is is one that is eternal in origin so we do do party things at City Hill. We do do socials, getting people along to that, that you've invited to church to say no. Invite them to a social. Like on the 2nd of July, we're going to be staying, but after church, we're going to go to the common and have a picnic, bring, your, bring some food or buy it locally, whatever, there's five guys, totally want to go there. That's banging. Um, also, sometimes we stay here and we have a Sunday roast. The roast here is so sick. Best roast on Clapham, maybe the country. And that's a really good time. Inviting people to the party is a part of that as well. It's the socials, but also the eternal one. And invite people to check out City Hill. At City Hill, we're looking for three types of people we want to invite to church. Those who are nuns, not nuns from the Catholic church behind. Nuns is in no faith origin whatsoever. Secondly, people who are prodigals. They've left church time ago. You know they have. we all got friends like that. Re-engaging those guys. We love that stuff. And the third type of person is someone who's at another church who's like, bun this, this makes no sense. I'm tapping out. I'm tapping out. That is a person who, when you hear that, you're like, hi. Let me check out City Hill. So that's kind of what we do. And then our last value, I've confused myself by putting that in front of it, is giving. So giving is living. Um, Jesus said is known for saying by Paul quoting saying it is better to give than to receive your time is a priceless gift only you can give there are so many ways to serve at City there's so many new opportunities that come in it will be totally sick check out the website London. there's listed on there things you can click be like this person it gives an example of what they do and you can be like them it's so so cool there's so many needs um, and also, we have a new giving platform. We don't take an offering on a Sunday. We won't take an offering on a Sunday. I can't think of anything worse than passing a bucket around a church. It just makes me want to die inside. So what we have is we have a one-click giving system. If you go to cityhill.london, scroll straight down to the bottom, click give. It opens a translucent window, which is now nicely designed over it. You can give in 60 seconds. Like, if you're computer retarded, you can't. It takes a little bit longer. But if you're a millennial, which I think everyone in the room is, you can give in 60 seconds. Not only a one-off gift, you can set up reoccurring giving. And the best thing about it is, you have your own account. So say life goes wrong like it does for me, and you're, you set up reoccurring giving, and your, your life fluctuates where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so impoverished this month. You can just adjust it, log in and adjust it like that. It's so, so, so awesome. So those are our values, that's who we are. The reason I share all that is because that's our culture, and we would die to protect that because... It's because it's our boldness, our strength and our courageous nature that will cause people to enter into their inheritance and internal inheritance and for me, I think that's worth it and so everything about City Hill is designed so that those, th- those three people groups get reached and we position God's light there so importantly I'm excited because right now uh, so many good things are happening at City Hill just this week Um, We've got this new thing doing where we want to see dealers become entrepreneurs. Um, We believe God is going to bless that. It's going to be amazing. If it all goes wrong, oh, well, we tried. Um, So, you know, it's cool. We're just going to step out in faith and do what God calls us to do. And that's an awesome, amazing thing. We're starting to build a new worship um, collective at City Hill. That's going really great. We've got this unique sound, unique idea. Been in the studio this week with someone working on some stuff. It's really, really exciting. And that's happening. And there's so many other amazing opportunities the soundcloud is popping we've just hit this week our 10,000th play Uh, we've had more listens this year than in the first year in the second year and in one month's time more than the third year and in two months time it'll be more than the fourth year the ceo has existed and we're we're just at the halfway stage this year so like god is doing amazing we've got people listening in islamic countries i'm not even kidding like tons of listeners all around the world now Um, so we may be small here but people are being blessed by the overall work we're doing on an international scale globally globally and locally I'm going to pray for us today and then that's going to be it Um, Father God I thank you so much for the story of Joshua what I love about Joshua is the fact that this guy is at this moment in time when we read this passage standing looking out over the promises all of that happens. All of that gets fulfilled. But actually some of us today have come here and we are overlooking our prophecies. Our, uh, the prophecies you've given us, but the, 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 the land we're, we're to inherit, Lord. And we're looking at what you've said to us and we're afraid and we're shaking and we're thinking, this is too big for me. I can't do this. This is never going to happen. Um, and we're overwhelmed by it. But actually the words you gave to Joshua, I believe, Father God, you are speaking to us this morning. I believe, Father, that you want us to be strong and very courageous when it comes to the instruction you've given us, that we're not to turn to the left or to the right, that you may, that we may have good success in our lives, good wisdom, wherever we go. And Father, may we not let your words and instructions and law leave our mouths, but may we meditate on it day and night. Father God, I just pray over everyone here this morning and those listening online. May we be strong. May we be courageous. May we not be afraid. May we not be dismayed because the Lord our God is with us wherever we go. In Jesus' name, amen.